0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. Now, today's episode is gonna be something that's came out of a passion, that's came out of what I've been seeing recently on social media, and that's 20 hard-hitting truths that the fitness industry doesn't want you to know. So the reason for this podcast, like I say, is that if everyone listened to this podcast, I genuinely believe it would put 99% of the scammers, of the bullshit PTs, of the bullshit not even qualified, just fitness TikTokers, instagram influencers social media stars out of fucking business and i hate this about the fitness industry that most people are actually in this industry primarily to make money instead of actually helping people whether that's through sponsorships selling bullshit plans and not actually thinking about the long-term consequences of what they're doing and i think that's why there's so much confusion and misinformation people are actually now just studying marketing to figure out how to make money in this industry instead of studying weight loss and using real evidence-based practices. Unfortunately, there is fuck all that we can do about these fake PTs, diet supplement companies, etc, etc. You know the companies that I'm fucking I want the name, but I'm not going to bother because it just causes problems. But anyway... One podcast at a time, I will make more and more people aware of the bullshit advice out there. As that is, the whole point of this podcast is to explain the confusing, the complicated topics and make it simple for you to understand and implement on your daily lifestyle and your daily habits so that you can perform to the best of your ability while still handling your social life, your mental health and everything along them lines. So, share it with a friend. Not for me, but to save your mate from the next fat burner pills or carb-free diet, okay? So we'll get straight into it. Some of them I might explain in a wee bit more detail and some I will just list off as we go as they'll be pretty self-explanatory. But like I said, anything you hear is hard-hitting truths, okay? So let's start with number one. It's one that I've preached about on this podcast many a time, but there's no secret to fat loss. Everything works by creating a calorie deficit. So, you know, just off the top of my head, let's go intermittent fasting, whether it's fucking cider vinegar in the morning, where, you know, like, even if it's you've got to run, if it's you've got to do this treadmill walk, if you've got to do this ultimate workout, whatever the fuck people are telling you, there's no secret and the only thing you can do to lose weight is create a calorie deficit. Number two, if you can't see yourself doing a diet for the rest of your life, pick something else. So what do I mean by this? Obviously, um, everyone's dieting technique, everyone's eating habits are different and we all have s- d- drastic difference in needs in terms of caloric inputs, but also in terms of lifestyle preferences and dietary preferences. So say for me, I'm vegetarian for the last four years, there's no point in me going on a carnivore diet. Do you know what I mean? I can't do it for the rest of my life because I, I don't want to eat meat um, at this present time, but I can't see myself doing that for life, so I'm not going to fucking do it now. Same with if you're going to go on a no-carb for the next six weeks to get in shape for summer, what's the fucking point? You're not, you're going to hate it for six weeks and then after the six weeks you're just going to binge out on every carb and pizza, sushi place that you see, okay? So if you can't see yourself doing a diet for the rest of your life, pick something else and I want to point out that diet doesn't just mean cut, losing weight, however you want to phrase it, your diet is your habitual eating patterns, okay? So what you eat on a regular basis, so that's the way to see it, okay? Number three, anyone that speaks in absolutes and claims one method is best for everyone is full of shit. That was quite strong, I like how I wrote that, okay? So, (laughs) what I mean by that is that anyone that is claiming, like we said in point number one, that this secret, this platform, this way of doing things is the absolute best and, you know, all it is trying to get to do on a marketing standpoint is going, here's a proposed hypothesis problem here's a solution that will fix that proposed hypothesis problem that people struggle with a lot whether that be back pain whether that be you know not liking the way they fit into their clothes people will use whatever they want in terms of marketing standpoint hit on a pain point and then they'll use that to their advantage okay so it's got to be you know everyone is different and not one method is going to work for everyone okay so you've got to remember that Number four, if you've seen it on TV or mainstream media, it's probably fucking nonsense, I mean you only have to look at the likes of Loose Women, Good Morning Britain, all these fucking shows and it's, even Diary of a CEO at the moment, hence why I've stopped listening to it, it's everyone in their fucking dug complaining and with some made up fitness bullshit that's not been proven in any studies whatsoever, Um and telling you that that's the certain way to do things, okay? So unless it's backed by evidence, don't fucking believe it, and you're probably not going to see that on mainstream TV. So, number five. Number five, replacing every meal with a shake is a joke. You're an adult, not a toddler. Bit harsh, but it fucking stands true, okay? At the moment, we're seeing a vast increase in that sort of market in terms of nutrition side of things of you're on the go, you're too busy, you need to have a shake, fitting in with the culture of the grind and the hustle at the moment. Realistically, you can get a meal okay you're not a fucking kid actually eat a meal in the very 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 rare circumstances probably in 0.1 of the population in the job work who are generally working 17 hours a day and therefore for lunch they need something that's quick and advantageous and probably will be a shake but most likely is if you're listening to this podcast you're not in that fucking 0.1 percent okay so grow up and eat a fucking meal simple as that Number six, just because something worked for your friend doesn't mean you should do it too. The same old analogy that your probably parents have told you. If your mate said jump off a bridge, you wouldn't do it. So therefore, don't copy his same advice in an unqualified field, which is probably exercise. Okay, nice and simple. Number seven, having how much you weigh is your only metric for success is only going to end in disappointment. A strong one, okay? So obviously, I'm a big um, performance-based coach. And I like to find factors outside of this wins that we can look at, whether that be for your sleep health, whether that's through your mental health or whether it's just for your daily habits habits, and how you're able to perform. You know, there's so many better goals to have than just simply a scale weight. There's so many factors affecting your scale weight. I've, we've mentioned in previous podcasts, so go back and listen to them if you don't know how your scale might affect your weight based on things like eating the night before, if you've trained the night before, things like this. There's so many factors that come into it. So yeah, having your scale as your only metric of success is only going to set you up for failure, okay? So moving on to number eight, you can't target your belly fat with specific exercises. Now this comes from every TikTok workout at the moment that's telling you, you know, five best ways to lose your belly fat or five best, sorry, core exercises. You can't target fat, you can't target belly fat, you can't target fat and anywhere in the body it's simply genetics where you lose it first. For some that might be that you know your abs are the first thing to pop through as you lose stomach fat. For others though the abs can be the last thing so it's all genetic disposition and especially when looking at males and females that's obviously going to be variable as well. So number nine, just because a workout is hard and makes you sweat doesn't mean it's good okay so this is a problem that i see with most pts is that they'll get you in for a session and they'll bury you into the ground and just because you feel absolutely fucked for two days after it you think oh they've made me work really hard i must be making a lot of progress okay the goal isn't to just kill you off the goal should be to progressively overload okay so if your pt is not telling you that he's probably just mugging you off for a paycheck okay so Make sure that your workouts are progressive. They're not just throwing you in the bin so that you can't work out the following day. 10, exercise programs alone without any attention to nutrition are pointless for weight loss, okay? And this is the thing that most people get confused. They wanna hear whether it's an 80-20 split or whether it's, you know, that's classic, isn't it? It's 20% exercise and 80% diet. It's fucking bollocks. You can't have one without the other, okay? Especially if you're trying to get weight loss. If you don't have the calorie deficit, exercise can help you create that. But you don't have the calorie deficit. Whether that's simply just through nutrition or that's through a combination of nutrition and exercise, you're not going to lose weight unless you've got it. Okay, so exercise programs alone without any attention to nutrition are pretty pointless. Yes, you will reach some success, but if your goal is simply weight loss, you're not going to reach that um, goal. So it's as simple as that. Number 11, reality TV stars aren't the right people to take weight loss advice off. Now, sounds a bit harsh but the reason is is that half of them are on steroids especially if you're looking at your movie stars as well but a lot of them will be paid to promote anything and if you look through their history they would probably promoted some fucking heinous stuff just to get a bit of money in the back pocket so do not take their advice because they'll be willing to sell you out and they do not care for your individual long-term health number 12 anyone can buy a doctor's costume and tell you how to transform your gut health focus on your full body health and get off tiktok pretty brutal but once again another one which i think is just so spot on at the moment like fuck me or appeal to authorities just through a costume these days And we're focusing on the most minute things of gut health, these factors, and the reality is if you just look at your overall health, whether you are obese, lose a bit of weight, you know what the fucking deal is. Look at your full body health, look at your full body performance, do the basics well and the rest of your body will take care of itself. Then once you get very good at the basics, you can look to try and understand more in terms of your gut health and going into factors like your gut microbiome and stuff like that. But 99% times out of a hundred if you take care of the basics the gut health will take care of itself also the minute details following on nicely into lesson 13 unlucky 13 lemon water apple cider vinegar green tea extract don't help you lose weight okay this is one of most common ones whether it's ginger shots in the morning anything like this they don't fucking do anything in that tense yes they might have some health benefits in terms of vitamins i'm not gonna you know go off onto that side or the gut microbiome and everything like that. Yes, there may be some evidence for that sort of stuff. But once again, you're focusing on the 1% before you've taken ahead of the 99% basics. So they don't help you lose weight like we spoke about already. I don't need to explain it in even more detail. But the only way to lose weight is a calorie deficit. Okay, so remember that as your first priority. Moving on quickly to number 14. There's no supplement for weight loss that is necessary. They're largely a scam okay so obviously if you're a client of mine you'll know what supplements I recommend and what I don't recommend however for most of you listening for most beginners for anyone in the first year of training just get away from supplements you don't need them maybe protein powder at most but even those who you know I'm a fan of creatine but it's not necessary okay if your goal is just to lose weight obviously you'll throw in some performance factors if you've got a good coach like me especially some health uh, and sleep factors performance related through them as well. Um, there is no supplement necessary, okay? So don't waste your money, save your money for social events, save your money for prioritizing yourself and investing in yourself, okay? You do not need the supplements for that. Focus on maybe spending some more on your diet and getting some whole foods and having some clean foods. So yeah, number 15, if something seems too good to be true, it most likely is. Pretty self-explanatory. If you're debating whether the ice bath is the next best thing and it's 200 quid and it's promising you all these health benefits, it's probably too good to be true for lack of a better example and it's probably only going to give you 10% of what it's claiming to do. So that can always be a determining factor whether to invest or not on someone in your fitness journey. Moving on to number 16, influencers, TikToks, tiktokers promote whatever pays the most stop taking white loss advice from them similar to like we said for number 11 about reality tv stars and movie stars anyone who is paid um to promote things and that's how they make their money especially through social media will promote whatever pays the most okay you don't have to look far you just need to look at the best in the game in terms of social media and the kardashians and look at some of the horrendous things they've promoted over the years which they have no idea about From core sets of pushing your stomach in to everything like that, you know, it's just bollocks. So don't take advice off them. Number 17, before and after photos don't give you a full story on someone's journey. Now, this is something if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've talked about a lot and that I'm not a big fan of them. Obviously, they get people in the door and they're a very good marketing tool that you can see and relate to and get inspired by someone's journey. However, it doesn't show you the full roller coaster of events that someone will go through, whether that's a 90-day, whether that's six months, whether that's a year, whether that's a five-year journey, okay? There's a lot more to it and they don't show you the graft, that the pain, the times they've wanted to give up okay they give you a very positive and although they're great for an individual to be able to look at they don't give you a full story okay so if you are getting into a fitness journey just based off someone else's comparison photo you need to realize there's a lot more to it okay number 18 there's no food you have to completely eliminate to lose weight something i'm massive on and promoting people's relationship with food being more positive especially when it comes to losing weight is making sure that they have their favorite foods in place okay so i always say have one food that you absolutely love every single day and it'll make the you know losing weight journey so much easier so another one to remember and to make sure that your relationship with food stays positive is there's no food you have to completely eliminate to lose weight number 19 if your gut tells you not to trust someone's advice it's probably right always a good way to do it so whether that's an appeal to an influencer or whoever it is if your gut's telling you not to trust it don't take the advice on hand okay number 20 the final one the biggest one the one that you've been waiting for this whole time okay i know you have is subscribing and following the podcast gives you a 99 percent chance of never falling for the industry bullshit again okay and i will be nice i'll give you a bonus 21 if you want to be coached by me to become the best version of you that is designed by you for you to go to my instagram go into the bio and fill in that inquiry form straight away, okay, so there we have it, that is 21 hard-hitting truths that the fitness industry don't want you to know, like I said, the whole point of this podcast is to for you to realize that there's a lot of bullshit out there okay there's a lot of people who are using marketing skills business tools to really pick on your pain points and sell you a product that they will then get commissioned for for you using their links and they're not actually caring about your long-term health and your psychological health as well by failing through that diet by failing through that relationship with food and causing further problems down the line so this is a reminder To take things one step at a time, invest in people who will generally care for you, you know, get a coach that's going to be helpful rather than just trying to get your result and just don't fall into it, okay, I know it's hard, we've all been there, I started my fitness journey and I was buying every supplement under the bus, I was trying different exercises that I was seeing online and probably the best advice I can give you is the most basic advice and that's do the simple things really, really well and the one presenters will take care of themselves, okay, so... Hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully it is giving you some clearer insights into what I'm all about and what my coaching is about. And like I said, if you want to get that, then head over to the Instagram bio and click on the link as always. But if not, make sure to rate the podcast on Spotify, please, I want to get that going. Answer any of the questions that we've put up in the polls and I'll see you next Monday for another episode.